Well, hello everyone. This is a podcast 14 of uh, Coherent Talks. Today uh, we'll be talking about uh, feedback, and we have with me. I'm a, hello. I'm Alfredo. I'm a developer at Coherent. Hi, I'm Anne-Marie. I look after the recruitment for our London and Manchester offices at Coherent. Hi, my name is Solange. I am a software craftswoman at Coherent. And I am the usual suspect, Jorge. Pleasure to have you with us here. Okay, so feedback. Uh, so that, that's the, the thing that we are going to be talking about today. Uh, I have a few questions that I'm going to be asking and we can discuss about them. And we're just going to start with the uh, not a simple one how to give feedback. Who, who wants to, to go for it? I'll go first, as it's my first one. Um, I personally, now I get to the point when I give feedback and I say that because um, at one of my previous jobs I was mentoring somebody and uh, when we had a session about how she was getting on and if there was anything I could do differently, um, she said that she preferred me to get straight to the point when I was giving feedback because um, she said you're trying to be so nice about it that often I kind of... I don't, it worries me, like I'm not sure how bad it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, I, I think you're just trying to, you know, not hurt my feelings, but you won't hurt my feelings. Like, I know it's coming from a good place. So I think, actually that really helped because I I knew that she she knew it was, it was always constructive. It was to help her learn because she'd mm. never done recruitment before. Um, but it's just, I find the idea of feedback can feel like a negative thing sometimes. Um, what did you change? <laughs> Based uh, on the person, the way that you give the feedback. Sorry. Will you change based on the person? Um. No, I, I always do it the same now. It's just about explaining why I'm giving the feedback or mm-hmm. what the purpose is. So I think um, personally, if you can understand somebody's intention, then with anything, like not just feedback, but if you understand what the intention is, that it's for a positive reason, um, then I think you don't have to change it depending on the person. Okay. What do you think, Chris Rach? So, um, how do you give feedback? I didn't really know how to do this, uh, let's say about up to three years ago, and I would try my best not to hurt people's feelings and really um, avoid it being too negative or too critical. And then I had an opportunity to be a mentor for Coursera and you have to do a training uh, on mentoring and um, they do uh, a whole training on how to give feedback. And I realized that actually when it's well given, it doesn't have to be negative or perceived as negative. Okay, so you have received training. Yes. You're yeah, lucky one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little bit of training on how to, yes, uh, to give feedback. Yeah, I mean, I don't know for, for, for you, but for me it has been always said, it's the scientific method. Let's gonna try this and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so there is a Coursera training about how to give good feedback? Yes, so the thing is, um, it was for a course that I've been taking and they kind of contact you 
to see if you could you would be interested in mentoring for that course so they are the ones who contact you and if you say yes then they you have to go that through that training it's uh, about three weeks long it's very intensive because these are things that you th you thought you knew how to give feedback but actually you were all wrong and then yeah you have to go back to it all the time what was the um the most surprising thing that you learned that oh. you weren't doing or that you were oh wow this has really helped me when when you hear oh well done actually that is not a good feedback oh, right. and when someone says good job well done it is absolutely not a good feedback because it's not actionable there's nothing that the person who receives it you know can do afterwards you know you if you say well done you have to be specific what is it that, that they're doing really well so they can keep doing and maybe find one or two things to improve improve on but I always thought that when you, you when you hear good job it means you're doing well but you might not know exactly what it is that you're doing well so it's it always helps to be very specific very detailed yeah that's, that's also quite interesting I think you have an open space to prepare now <laughs> yeah, I'd be interested to hear more about that. That makes sense oh though, gosh. that just I saying to someone, someone you're doing a really good job, like it's, may, it's yeah. a confidence boost, but it's not really, it's not really valuable. In exactly, because then how, what exactly is it that they're doing well, you know, so that they can keep doing it, you know, that's the yeah. thing, yeah. It has to be very, very specific. That was surprising to me. So I have a couple of comments for Solange and Marie. Um, to keep with Solange, <coughs> I think well done is not feedback, it's a praise, right? And I think it's also important to, yes. to give good praise. Yes, absolutely. But yeah. if, if you were asked for feedback, saying well done, you're doing okay. a good job, it's, well, it doesn't help much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, it is good to say well, well. Well, that's, that's interesting. Then. What do you think about the kudos system that we have now at Codinas, but I have seen it in quite a few other companies, just kudos for, uh, for something. Is, is that, do you think is that the same thing in terms of uh, being not specific enough or? S some are very specific. Some people will say kudos to Jorge for doing this, this, facilitating this, or helping me up with this specific thing. Those are really, I think they're very informative. They're, I would say they're very good feedback. But just saying well done to someone. Uh, yeah, like if you ask your boss, how am I getting on? How am I doing? For and example, then they say, yeah, you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. Well, it's great, but you're doing so many things. What does that mean? You know? Yeah. yeah it's. Uh, but um, so let me start by saying that the only things I know about feedback is randomly or because um, we had a couple of initiative circles internally here where that, and I made some research on, on the topic and one of the things they say I read is that um, so criticism uh, makes a bigger impact than praise the positive praises so you need to balance that and it's even it's as important to give praise and even more than than criticism because the the brain forgets really fast about praise oh, but see, yeah. the, the 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 weight 
of the criticism or the without weigh the pot. Yeah. yeah. So I think mm. praise are a different thing than feedback, but it's really important too. So to, yes. So yeah. saying well done, it's really important. Yeah. Yeah, Even yeah. if it doesn't give you more details on how to improve, yeah. it, okay, it's yeah. important. Yeah. So in the Coursera training, they emphasized on the tone. You know, so sometimes even though you write, you give written feedback, but you know, be polite. Make sure that the tone is rather neutral in a way. Um, even if you're going to be pointing out negative things, try to present them in a way that they are. Uh, points to improve, you know, not, not pointing out you did this wrong, you did this, you know, but rather if you could do this, that would improve your skills mm -hmm. in here. You know, that's a way of presenting that comment or that feedback in a more positive way. It's a criticism, but it's the way you present it will make a huge difference. Yeah. Okay. You say you have a second thing to go. Uh, yeah, so for Maria, I think it's really important. So I think you need to address the feedback differently depending on the person and on the context and the relationship you have with that person. For example, if it's a friend, it's very different than if it's a colleague or if some somebody that you just met. I think you were talking more from the recruitment per perspective okay. where, where you don't know anybody, so you treat them equally. I say yeah. yeah. Okay. But but I think yeah, the trust and the relationship you have with someone it, it changes the way you can give them feedback. Do you mean like in the format that you give it, or the tone, or the context? Everything, yeah. So for example, your colleague that asks you to be very direct is because probably you had a. We know each other. We're you, friends. You, yeah. yeah, you were friends. Yeah, you had. See. You didn't need to be that nice, but if it's somebody that you just met, you need to be more careful. Yeah, but okay. actually, when I say direct, get to the point, I don't necessarily mean that it was it was um, like impolite. More that it was the kind of way of giving feedback. In that, you know, a lot of people see feedback as you don't want to offend somebody. Like it's always going to offend because it. Generally, it shouldn't always be, but generally it's like a constructive criticism mm -hmm. of feedback. Um, Were you using the sandwich? <laughs> I wasn't. It's called the praise sandwich I read the other day, not, not a, the uh, swear word. Um, <laughs> like where you give someone a good piece of feedback, two pieces of good feedback, but sandwich it with a bad yeah. thing in the middle, yeah. Um, I do know what you mean. I, d I don't think I meant like... That once she said that to me, I was like, right, you've done this terribly and this terribly. I just, I mean more that I, I would build up to a, a constructive point, but by building up, I, maybe I did do the praise sandwich a little bit, but I, I would just try and talk around the point instead of just explaining it and why. And that's what I was saying, Solandra's saying, if you explain why you're doing it, and we were talking about the intention then I do still think anybody, whether it's someone you don't know or someone you know well, you can still get to the point with the feedback and, and deliver it in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that the, the problem that I've seen with that praise uh, sandwich before is, is that the approach is that it tends to be the, the negative part of the, everyone sees is something that is very negative. Yeah. Instead of, uh, if we are talking about constructive, constructive feedback, and if it has been expressed uh, correctly, it actually doesn't matter where, where it goes mm -hmm. as much. 
in terms of uh, having uh, this uh, giving them first this uh, small boost before you <laughs> <laughs> shut them down yeah, yeah. but <laughs> if, if it's kind of constructive feedback and uh, as such maybe that's that, that's enough per se and you, you say you say uh, earlier with your uh, with your friend there is a position of uh, of uh, there is that position of trust of what they are giving uh, well, that the feedback that you were giving it was with good intentions so it, it, I have seen, of course, in, and probably all, all of you have seen it with, uh, uh, especially with uh, managers that tend to have a heavy hand approach to dealing with people. That yeah, they have to they have to mix the feedback because otherwise, they, when they they, it's not, they don't give criticism, they actually give negative uh, uh, feedback. Yeah. it's all bad, 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 bad. So th those kind of people that they need to do the additional effort of putting something uh, before or after to, to try to reduce the impact. So I was, oh sorry, no, no, no. I was going to say I was reading about this, the praise sandwich, and it's two things, either we, our brains only remember the, the most recent thing, so the, the criticism that that person gave well, in the middle. My, my brain doesn't remember anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that criticism that was in the middle of the sandwich, this sandwich that we're talking about, uh, it means that if it was quite important and you're giving it to say somebody that you're, um, important slack notification, no, if you're giving it to somebody um, that it, it's quite important, this mm. constructive criticism, apparently the brain sometimes just won't remember it very well because then you go on to give positive feedback uh, but also and I read that that I, that's never happened to me I used to have a manager that would give me that kind of praise sandwich and I just always remember <laughs> maybe that says something about my personality but I would always remember the negative so and, it, and then it, it kind of happened that every time he would give me feedback he'd start off with something positive and I think here we go that, that's the problem with the sandwich, and the same happened to me a few a few years ago. I didn't know about this sandwich, and I was working with uh, with clients in the United States, and with different teams, different people. They, I, I found they were just in the same pattern. They will say something really nice about me, and then after that, they will criticize something or add their suggestions or they change requ requests. And at some point, it was like. Why are you telling? All, I don't believe you. The the, the first part. Is, <laughs> yeah. I, do you think I'm stupid? That, 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 that was my reaction once I found the pattern. Then then I learned that that's called a sandwich. actually. That's a good point. Should it be separated? Did they say anything like that in the course training? The fact that maybe what you need to do is separate the good feedback from the bad feedback or, or the criticism because. As you see the pattern, then you are never gonna trust. As, as, as you say, you never trust the, the, the good feedback because it's just the the introduction to the to what they actually want to say. So it's like you are saying just that just because you want to tell me this whole thing, like to soften the blow. Well, so from the Coursera training, um, it's all about the feedback being specific. So even if it's positive. Hmm. You have to say what you have to if you want to, but um, uh, you did this well and you have to explain why is it, a, it is a good thing mm -hmm. and why keeping it, keeping doing it will improve the, continue improving the person. 
And with the negative, you say, well, here, this is how you could improve. So you don't have to separate as long as it's very specific and mm -hmm. actionable, actually saying, okay, um, something like, uh, if you do this, this will happen. This might happen. So they didn't really say anything about separating, separating the two. It's more about the tone and being constructive all the way and very, very specific. Okay. I think frequency could help with that. You know, if you work somewhere where you have a meeting with your manager, or maybe not even a manager, but just someone in leadership, for example, once every month, then I think that could start to feel that even if they're giving you kind of positive and also constructive, it kind of, there's such a gap in time that you start building yourself into, oh, what am I going to be, what's going to be said to me? But if we do things like kudos, the kudos channel, hmm. it allows that kind of constant, like daily almost. So if you're doing something that's um, maybe something that's not going to impact your work significantly, but it's still worth recognizing and you have this kind of culture of feedback, which I know we'll talk about in a bit of regular, it's not just set aside for meetings or very specific mm. events, then I think it wouldn't, it wouldn't have such a, uh, I can't think of the word, but it wouldn't be held in such a high, like, oh my goodness, this, this meeting is full of criticism because if you had it more often, then you'd, it would be continuous. So you would never feel that it's like a big event. Yeah. Yeah, one of I the think. things the Coursera training says is that it has to be timely. So don't wait for six months before you give feedback on something that happened six months prior. So really continuous feedback, exactly. Exactly what you just said. Okay. Um, okay, so we have uh, been talking about how to give feedback, now how to receive it. Well, who wants to, to jump into the point right now <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a bad example with this I think because I'm very easy going or and so you can be very hard uh, on the way you give me feedback and I usually handle it well usually it, I don't know it depends but but yeah I I don't have a problem um, receiving feedback usually but surely um, there must be levels at which you take feedback better than others. Like if someone just came and said, out of the blue, Alfredo, this did not go well, um, which I'm sure never gets said. <laughs> this did not go well. Um, you need to do this, this, this next time. Versus if they came and said, um, oh, let's talk about this project. What can we do to ensure this doesn't happen next time? Or how can we improve as a team? I know you mean you take, and I agree with you, you do take feedback very well, but you must have different levels at which you take it better than others. Like oh, you... Of course, of course, and feedback can hurt me too, but but usually it needs to be, it is something really important to me or, or something said in a really, really bad way or something like that. Okay. Uh, but if not, I, I, can, I can handle somebody to, Telling, uh, I, in fact, I want people to tell me you are doing this wrong, uh, yeah. and if, if they tell me it or not in the best way, for me it's okay. But I understand that not not for everybody is the same. I, well, I can see, I can tell you examples of colleagues in here 
our colleagues that are very dif we are very different and uh, in receiving feedback it's, it's it's one of them and there's people that do uh, also here we have people from everywhere so uh, and you can see the differences in cultures uh, mm -hmm. um, yeah so yeah I, I think there is people you need to be more careful with um, yeah. um, I'm a little bit like you Alfredo um, I want to be given feedback all the time because I understand that it's for my own you know growth so I want it to be given and straight to the point even if it's really harsh I, I want it to all the time actually if I don't get any feedback for a long time I might start to worry you know, um, but I, I usually really welcome it and receive it in a very, how would I say, easygoing kind of, I like it. I really, I like it because that's how I know how I'm doing, right? What do I need to improve on? And yes, you know, um, I, I see it as guidance. So I like to be given feedback, um, but specific feedback <laughs> because, yeah. I am thinking um, I'm going to change what I say because of, I think in, if it's uh, feedback about IT, I don't have any problem and it's probably because I know where I am, what more or less, but for example, if we go out tonight and you criticize my dancing, you can, make, you, you can make me stop dancing for the whole night. So, so it, it depends. I'm it depends thinking out loud. Yeah, okay, it what it is. Lot, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It depends on how secure you are on the topic. I don't know. I'm thinking out loud, but probably. But something you mentioned earlier, trust is very important. If it comes from people you trust, it will be, at least for me, it will be really welcome. But if it's someone I'm not familiar with and they come and dump some you know, criticism or feedback on me, even if it's positive, I always, you know, feel a bit weird about that uh, because we don't have an established kind of trusty relationship. You see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with, uh, uh, just to put something different to what both of you have said. Uh, and this is, again, this is my, my personal thing. If, uh, that's two types of feedback that I uh, so I receive the feedback in two different two different ways. One is the one in which I already have an idea that I'm doing something wrong. Uh, in which case, receiving the feedback is just confirmation of what I was thinking. And the other one is uh, when I get negative feedback about something that I wasn't expecting. Now with that one, I am, I am very defensive in terms of receiving the feedback. But, and this is one thing that we have to talk about, uh, which we, we've seen people do, do. When I'm getting that feedback, I still, I don't say anything. And you actually, you can see me getting uh, uh, absolutely quiet, crossing my <laughs> my arms, uh, and I, I will, it always takes me time to process, to process the feedback. So at some point later on, I most probably, I will, uh, action that feedback that I have received. I will change things because it has been useful. But on the moment, yeah. I just, I am in a, like a wall. Mm -hmm. I, it's, it's, it's coming towards me. <coughs> I just, if, if I need to change something on, on the spot, it's, for me it's difficult. 
uh, after the thing, if, if I have received feedback that I didn't, didn't expect, so negative feedback. Mm -hmm. um, which is one thing that we have seen uh, a lot as part of recruitment and whatnot, especially, is there are some people that uh, when you give them a bit of criticism, it's not that they are, they are just defensive, uh, passive defensive, that they are actually very active in, into their own defense. Aggressive. Yeah, a, 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 really, yeah, a bit, a bit aggressive. They try to, uh, uh, as you are giving the feedback, I try to, uh, uh, how interrupt you and, and defend what they were doing. Oh, right, in the interview, this has happened. Okay. Yeah, this has happened in here and on other places as I have seen it. Um, I've seen it as well a lot within, within companies, uh, normal feedback, uh, negative feedback uh, being how uh, it of getting it, processing it, and then maybe answering, is immediately trying to respond to feedback, which uh, in my experience has been in places in which there is not that trust that we are talking about yeah. all the time. That when there is a, when the when there is not that uh, such good culture about providing feedback, and it's more like a, just dumping the problems in, into someone. Yeah, I think recruitment feedback and recruitment is an interesting one. Um, particularly here because we do give very thorough technical feedback mm -hmm. um, and I've not really worked anywhere bef like that before where we can give such detailed technical feedback um, and I realised quite early on um, because I think it's great but obviously I'm not a developer coming in and mm. having my skills assessed and um, and I realised you know we were talking earlier about how do you give <coughs> feedback and I think particularly for candidates that are applying, not just here, but anywhere that I've worked, it's, it's about being constructive, but also respectful of what they want out of the feedback. Because mm. sometimes, you know, if it's like a telephone interview, uh, let's say not for working here, even when I was working as a, in a recruitment agency and the candidate had a telephone interview with the manager, it didn't, didn't go that well and it was a 30 minute call and they've got a lot of things on. It's just being aware like that they don't need or want a detailed account of why exactly that manager didn't want to go forward with them at, at mm. that point. Um, some people will want that and I think mm. they, sh they should ask for it because also it's frustrating on the other side when you don't get very good feedback. But I just think I'm, I'm very conscious now of that, you know, we do want to give good feedback because it's, it's just good etiquette to explain to somebody why. Um, but as an example, like I will never just jump in and say, I'm going to send you all this technical feedback now because um, I was saying to Solange earlier, I did it once when I first started here. Um, there was a candidate, it didn't, it didn't go that well. And on the phone I said, oh, um, it was a bit uncomfortable for me to give the feedback. Like I wasn't used to it, doing it so much internally. Yeah. And so I said, oh, you know, I explained, I said, unfortunately not going forward. And I gave maybe a few sentences why. Um, but because I can't remember who had done the pairing, had given such in, such intensive feedback, mm. I said, oh, this candidate will just appreciate that. So I said, oh, do you want me to send you the technical feedback? And, and the candidate said, yeah. Just like, yeah, sure. And when I sent it, uh, they did not take it well. And, and I thought, yeah, of course, because that was not 
I, I didn't explain really what they could have expected there. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I think that was on me in the sense that he just said, yeah, because he probably thought, like, why not? I've offered it to him. But now mm. I, I do wait. I give people the feedback verbally because I think written feedback can also be so misinterpreted. But I think it's up to candidates personally. I'm interested to see what you think. I think it's up to candidates to request written feedback because they might not want it. Who am I to just email them written feedback if it's not something that they want or mm. have asked for? Uh, this, okay, so I when, I when I started here, I I have tried always to get pretty a uh, to write very detailed feedback myself. I because that's what as a when I've been the one doing the interview uh, in the interviewee interviewee yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have always wanted to receive feedback. Nearly no place will give you back feedback about what you have been doing, what what was wrong, what we do, what have you done. Okay. So if I always found that. Well, if you are not giving me back feedback, how I, I cannot improve. And I see the from the point of view of a lot of, lot of people, is a lot of companies when they don't want feedback, so they avoid problems. That you are not going through. That's it. No, no more, no more discussions. But, but, but I like. But I want people to improve. I prefer, I prefer want people to improve after being with us because even if the, if they. Um, if they don't go through, I think they, they still can get something out of the process. Mm -hmm. If you don't go through and you don't uh, learn anything, that it is absolutely wasted time. You don't know why you have it. I mean, actionable feedback. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is, is you don't know why, what can you improve. Yeah, I agree with that. Um... If you guys have ever um, like interviewed, you said about when you've been the interviewee, if you haven't been given feedback, did you then ask for it and they still didn't provide it or you didn't ask some to cases, follow it up? Some cases I have asked for it, in no case I have received it back. All right, okay. Especially because it, has to, it goes to an agent and then the agent has to go through a, go to a company. So all the jobs that I have couldn't, even this one was always through an agency. Uh, so I don't know at what point the chain is broken. I don't know if it's just that agent asking for it because they don't see any value on it themselves, or is the the company not giving up, not giving that uh, that feedback at all. So, but the thing is that very rarely I have uh, received feedback in terms of how I have done uh, the interview or the coding exercise or anything like that. And I always try to, uh, at the beginning when I was starting doing, being the interviewer, I was, was afraid of how people would react. But at some point I said, doesn't matter. Let's go, let, I'm gonna try to give it uh, to the person. Let's gonna, uh, because it's always something that is, uh, that you can, uh, that is interesting for uh, uh, as an interviewer to know that how the people react to feedback because within uh, if you're gonna have to give feedback within the team yes. you don't want someone <laughs> that is gonna be uh, that, that is gonna react very negatively to to it and that's actually really interesting especially working here is that we I mean we had a candidate recently who um, I 
I called them up, gave them the feedback verbally. Um, we weren't moving forward. And uh, the candidate emailed me after and said, actually, would you mind sending it to me written so I can have an idea of what to... Uh, oh, actually, you were yeah, one well, of the interviewers, yeah. Week, yeah. Um, can I have an idea of what to improve? And I thought, wow, how, how good is that? Like, that candidate wants it to improve. And also... Um, and then Alfredo, I said to Alfredo, actually, do you have any like links or uh, kind of books that you you, you might recommend um, in case the candidate's interested? And I sent that over, and um, yeah, they were really they're really happy to receive it. And I think that's just following on lasting for the recruitment point of view is for me because that isn't so important here at Coherence. That candidate is someone that I absolutely would want to contact again, or hope that they would come back to us in like three or six months or something and say, oh yeah, I really enjoyed those links. I've done. And it just shows such a good attitude. So yeah. so uh, I think the, the feedback we give after the interviews is it's one of the things that I like the most in, in Coduna. So one of the things that surprised me the most um, because I think it's really good and really helpful to the, to the candidate. Um, so the thing, if we think about this case, I think we shouldn't have this as a, maybe it was just one case or maybe it was the way of, of how we did feedback. Maybe it's a good exercise for us tomorrow to, to look at that feedback and see how we can improve it now that we've been studying a bit about it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, from the person <laughs> that got said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But, but I, think, um, I think it's good that we give them feedback. And also I think when, after the interview, the interviewers, uh, they, they, so Jorge or me that we do a lot of interviews, we, we give the feedback straight away, so uh, I don't know. But personally, when I applied to Kudrins, that was the one thing that really, I really, really liked. I received, after the coding exercise, I received like three pages of really detailed, it was amazing. And before the pairing session, I could even talk to Rich, who had done uh, my code review, and ask questions. And I, th I thought that was really, really amazing. Absolutely. And you know, this is, you've invested time doing the, the writing the code and solving the problem, and the company invests time in reviewing your code and actually preparing all this feedback for you to learn, even if they don't go ahead with, with, you know, with, your, with you, but at least you have guidance on what to improve. And one of the best examples of this is we have this, this apprentice, Jenny, that he has interviewed with us three times. So he interviews with us, he gets feedback, he studies on his own and comes back. So yeah. that's, yeah. And at the end, we, we, we hire him. We, he improved on the things that we were looking for and we ended up hiring him. So yeah. I think it's really, really important. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I really like it. Yeah. We have been talking about uh, giving feedback uh, within the, the recruitment process. We have been talking about before about uh, uh, maybe having a, this idea of continuous feedback uh, instead of being one every six months, far more often than that. Uh, I'm thinking about, about as well uh, in terms of, uh, of when to, to give feedback. Uh, probably you have heard. Uh, this before about to uh, do especially on uh, I learned originally from a sports team, but it's all praise in public, all uh, criticism in private. 
What do you think about that? In general, uh, I agree. Uh, well, I prefer that as a default. Then it depends a lot on 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 the relationships that you have. If it's a small team and you you trust each other and you really maybe then you can. It's just, it, also it depends on if it's the kind of bad feedback you're doing, if it's something that is done wrong because you need to learn or is something you done wrong because you haven't done enough or not enough, um, you've been unprofessional, for example. Uh, that's that's different. If you've been unprofessional and you're going to criticize me, please do it privately. Yeah. If it's something I can learn, I, I need to learn and I, it's some I need to learn lots of stuff as all my team, so I'm happy to receive this feedback publicly. Yes. I think it depends if um, like what what's the benefit? Like the benefit to me of public praise is that it highlights how someone is doing well in their job and kind of applauds it. What is the benefit of of giving someone I think constructive and negative are two different things, but for the purpose of this, let's say negative mm. feedback. What, did, what was the phrase? Positive in public and criticism in private. Yeah. What What is the benefit of, of criticizing someone publicly? There's that, no benefit. To that it. if somebody has done some error, <coughs> I'm sorry. Um, everybody can learn from his error. Okay. There, there is the case that yeah, that uh, so, sometimes it's just you want to avoid other people doing the same mistake and instead of, instead of being waiting until they do to uh, to it provide the feedback, if you do it proactively before they actually made the mistake, uh, I was waiting for him to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. But say it was something that, I, I can't think of a technical example, which is obviously, uh, as not a, not a developer, but let's say, let's say I dropped my laptop on the floor um, and I broke it, and I dropped it because I was carrying three glasses of water and my laptop. The obvious thing is, don't carry so many glasses of water. But does it need to be said in a meeting room, Amri dropped her laptop uh, because she was <coughs> carrying three glasses of water, don't do that. Could it not be said, like, guys, just want to, um, you know, talk a bit more about safety of laptops. Uh, please be careful when carrying beverages, um, you know. Okay. Does it matter? Like, do I need to be called out for it? I know that's a really bad example, but do you see what I mean? Uh, I <coughs> I'm sorry. Um, I think this is one of the examples of where you're being wrong or unprofessional to do that. Or you, or you might okay. think of that, or you might think, oh, I'm a stupid. Or, well, I, I think that's it. Um, if you are going to feel stupid when you receive this feedback, then it's a feedback that it, I would prefer privately. So that then it depends a lot in how, what kind of things made you feel stupid or not. Because, for example, if you tell me, um, I don't know, uh, software design, we have a different of, of opinion, you give me some feedback and I learn from it and I, that improves my design, but that's really good and I'm happy for everybody to know and to learn from, from this tip or suggestion that somebody gave me. So maybe it should be always private, but then we say, do you mind if we say this in front of the team? Oh no, I think... Too much? 
yeah, it's a complicated question. I, I think you need to, it's about empathy, maybe. Uh, so you need to think, okay, if, I don't know, if I make this public, will people think bad of this person or make fun of this person? Uh, there, there is a counterpoint to, to, to this. Uh, um, if you, you give feedback, and uh, 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 criticism to someone about something they have, they, they can improve, uh, and then you, apart from the private part, you do like a general public message, something like that. It's always the case. People people know where the criticism is coming from. Okay, yeah. The people we know that it is because someone did something, okay? And if you are doing kind of this general way, it looks like a passive attack on the, yeah. on the person. <laughs> it's even worse. It's even worse. And, and for, for, I, I really hate that uh, because the person maybe feel like it's a passive attack on them, but other person might think, is he talking is about me? So you might, you might be damaging the whole thing with, with mm. this kind of okay. thing. Yeah, and thought of it like that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's interesting for, for, for us from the point of view of that what we do with uh, within the development team, retrospectives, uh, retrospectives is something that we, we, we talk about what things that we can improve. So th there is the common understanding that whatever we are talking about is because we want to improve the team. Mm -hmm. So in, in that case, uh, something being public, well, public within the team, it is not as much of a problem. It's still kind of private, private for the team. So it's, if it's hindering um, the team, I think it should be given publicly within the team. I think mm -hmm. so, yeah. I don't know, I will I'll go with privately as a default and then then depending on the context you might you there might be op, uh, opportunities where it's better to make it public but as a default i will, I will go with criticism i will go private yeah i'm gonna pick up a, in a poem from earlier on uh, the uh, you said about uh, uh, getting the feedback all the time and in, in that that creates a culture around feedback how important do you think it is to to, to give feedback or continuously well, the, yeah to create the culture in which that happens how, how important do you think it is i think it's it's extremely important this is my my point of view because um it's maybe it's just a personal thing but i usually i'm very bad at assessing my own skills mm -hmm. assessing uh, even technical skills which are more measurable than the the other ones, the soft skills. I mean, yeah. So, because I'm so bad at doing that myself, I like to be given that feedback so I know where I stand. Yeah. Or, or often, you know. So, um, oh. I feel like if if I wait for six months to be told, oh, um, this could have helped three months ago. Yeah, I don't like it. But I like you know that that continuous. Yeah, continuous feedback becomes continuous learning. Um, so I think it's very, very, very important. And I think within Codurians, because we have that culture of learning, 
generally speaking, we understand that that feedback comes from uh, a, a place where we're trying to help you grow. So whatever it is, it's, it's, it's really going to be for your benefit. At least that's how I perceive it. So yeah, surely. Every time, every... I understand that sometimes um, it, it may be important to not, um, you know, grab someone when they're working on the corridor and say, oh, I have some feedback for you. I think we have to be careful and understand that the person is ready to receive the feedback before we give, in, give it to them. Um, maybe some people wouldn't really want to be given feedback um, all the time but personally yes I think it's very very important because that's how I, I assess my skills you know where am I whatever how am I doing what do I need to improve on um, yeah it's it's very important for me Alfred um, <laughs> I, I agree I, I think I already said it before I really like feedback so I agree with you yeah yeah I think um it is, it is important, but even, you know, I think particularly we were saying earlier about if you don't get told anything for a while, there's that thing of, in some places, you know, if you're not, um, if you're not being told anything, you're doing a good job, and that's fine for some people, but honestly, I, I'm probably not like that, and you start to, like, think, am I doing, it? how is this going, is it, is it going, not even necessarily is it going badly, but is it going well or is it going averagely? Like you, you mm. just have no idea. So then you start to make your own opinions, and like you were saying, Samantha, if you if you're not very not very good, but you you're just not used to assessing your own skill set all the time, it can be hard to to do that if you don't have any reference points from whoever it is, teammates, managers, um, like yeah, people in other leadership positions. So. Yeah, um, I think it's not just constructive, even positive. It is, it's just important to like know not only where you're going and how to improve, but just where you are at the moment. I think that's important as well. Yeah, I believe so. so there, there have been some situations where after a while you hear something like, oh, um, we were expecting this in this situation, it didn't happen. But then you're like, well, why did we wait? that long to get to the point where all those expectations were never met you know we should have, I think it should have been informed earlier you know if there is an expectation an expectation that has been set or a goal that has been set then we have to make sure that we work you know working towards that goal and how do you know you know sometimes it's easy to, if it's a measurable thing yes but otherwise you could be walking in the dark for long before you're told, well, that's not what we expected of you. So, yeah. I think, um, so we're talking about feedback as a way of learning. Um, so if you don't want to learn, you don't want feedback. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, so uh, uh, that's related with um, no feedback, no news, good news, right? Uh, that's probably, uh, it's because, okay, um, I don't care about learning, I care about keeping my job and that's fine. Uh, I think that, that was a mentality that, at least in Spain, it was more like that years ago, but I think it's changing. I'm going to con um, continue with this thing that I read everywhere. It, it's a sales pitch, 
but they say that millennials really like feedback because we they used to to communicating all the time to the blah blah blah. So they they say there are studies and blah 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 that say that millennials really like feedback, which <coughs> which is probably wrong because it's a big really big generalization. So oh, okay. that's that's yeah. wrong. But already yeah. uh, also um, I read this mostly um, while looking for feedback tools. So mm-hmm. as a sales sales pitch. So. But, yeah. but but I think it has some some points, right? Yeah. That young people now we are more used to to talk all the time, to be connected all the time. To so yeah. I think it, it might be a tendency that the young the younger people now it's more used to feedback or request feedback more often. Okay, so I, I would just point this one that is not for for discussion on. Uh, today, <laughs> but it, it just, I'm just thinking that it could be possible because now there is not as much class, a clash between the employee and employee. Like, uh, if uh, people, oh, what you said about Spain years ago, which it is true, that's how it used to be, uh, but it's because the, there is, when you have a massive class between employer and employee, you don't want the feedback from the employer, but it's always going to be bad. It's going to be you always doing the, the, the wrong thing and, and things like that. So once uh, there's a uh, bit more trust and uh, the, the, the feedback that you are getting is is actually better for the advancement of both of the person and the company, then yeah, you of course you want more feedback because mm-hmm. it's, it's, you are improving. While with the other one, the, the one that they used to happen before, and there will be places where it can happen. Uh, it, it is, it, it is always just negative feedback, or you are all doing things wrong all the time. So I don't want to hear that every single day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm in the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I don't. I'm not sure about this because this thing about the millennials it was something generic. All the millennials. Um, these flat hierarchies, that is what we're talking about now, that, uh, I think they are not as common as we think. I think we live on a bubble where uh, on IT is more common than in other industries. Mm-hmm. So I, I just had a thought when you said millennials are, they like feedback. I had a, I don't know if this related to social media or anything, but um, I had a, a colleague who, and a friend, you know, so he would post something on Facebook, for example, and if no one had reacted in like five minutes, he would, <laughs> it would create anxiety to him yeah, yeah. because he'd be like, oh my God, I'm not, in, I'm, I'm invisible. I mean, you know, yeah. so I wonder if it may be related to that. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. fact that feedback gives you a sense of I'm visible, I exist or something like you that. You the likes. Yeah, so we like the spotlights. Is that what you're saying? You the know, likes, like... right? <laughs> yeah. the management likes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But I think also, I mean, to just follow on, that's so, so interesting about <laughs> the generalization, for example, of millennials. And it is, and we, we know that it is. And that probably is something that's worth taking into account when we talk about feedback. There is no one perfect way of giving feedback so um, I was speaking to Emma our uh, business development manager in Manchester and we were talking about we were just talking about like managing people and 
um, she was saying that you know she's found it works really well when you ask people how do you like to be managed because each person is different and I think it's, it has to be the same with feedback there are some people I think even in, in coherence that are like oh I'd rather someone actually would come up to me in the corridor and say you know oh, oh you did a good job there specific mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. reason of why you did a good job um, and then there's some people that, are lot, that probably would prefer a more I say formal, but, you know, a meeting where they can discuss it and, and go through it. And um, I know we've talked before about 360 feedback, like anonymous. Some people are really against the idea. But for some people, that might be how they prefer to give feedback. Um, because if we create the right, right culture in which it's not an attack on anyone, it's just to, that you feel comfortable saying, saying what you want to say, then I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. Um, but yeah, I think that's my point. I just think maybe everybody needs to find a different way of how they would like their feedback given. Of course, every, everybody is different. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a different topic, but I was on this meetup the other week and they were talking about mental health uh, differences and uh, like that. And they were talking about anxious people that they are not able to pair. Programming, okay. the, it creates so so much anxiety into them that they are not able to pair. So, okay. so uh, there is people of, you know, of every kind. So, I think it's just because I was thinking about you saying that you'd rather be told privately, and Jorge was like, "Well, actually, you yeah. wouldn't mind being told in team." So, um, but it, maybe we do have to just do it differently rather than, "Oh no, it's going to be everybody for the team." The, I, so I, when when doing research about this, I found different methods. Uh, the sandwich one that we already <laughs> talked about, but there were more. Um, what I like, it's called the Epic Feedback Model, and it's uh, an acronym, right? It's empathy, position, intention, and quality. And empathy is a really important part, and maybe that's what we're talking about, trying to put yourself in the position of the other person, and, and then thing before giving the feedback or on the way you're going to give it, but first trying to put yourself in the other one position. Uh, and another thing I really like about this model is the, um, the intention. Uh, I think a really good improvement is, is if, it's, if before giving the feedback, you ask yourself what's your intention with the, this feedback to that person. What do you want to teach or what, what do you want to accomplish? And I think if we think about this, we will uh, avoid a lot of toxic feedback. Yeah, I agree. Okay, what, what should you include in your feedback? What kind of things will you... Include? Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have different levels of feedback because there is the, the feedback within the uh, recruitment, which we do a lot of technical stuff. There's the, the, the feedback that you give as part of your uh, normal work, work within the team. There's the feedback that you get from the mentor and things like that. So, what, 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 kind, of, uh, what kind of things would you include on the feedback? I mean, I can answer it from the recruitment perspective. Okay. Um, I always think it's important to there's no form of sandwich in this, by the way, but it is positive and constructive because let's say um, 
interestingly enough, let's use an example of someone that has gone to the pairing interview, our pair programming interview, and it's gone well. There have been some uh, areas for improvement, but it's, it's gone well, otherwise we want to move forward to final interview. Um, now, I know from being on the agency side, and then I, I've known other agency recruiters, that if they are giving that in candidate the, the pairing feedback, um, and they weren't sending it to them, they would really kind of play down any constructive feedback because they, their, their idea would be, I'm not talking about all agency recruiters, but like some, uh, because they would not want to you know, kind of dampen the enthusiasm for the role. Almost thinking that if you give someone what is a little bit of negative feedback, it might make them think, oh, I don't want to go forward for that role. But actually what I found here is, um, like you were saying, Jorge, it's an indication of, of someone's kind of ability to fit in here with taking feedback. Mm. Um, so it's still important. So I actually, do, I always do give both. I give the things that they did very well. I also give them from the tech feedback of, of areas that were perhaps they not as strong as in, in other areas. Um, so I think it is important, but I just think the tone is important. Um, so oh, I, yeah. that's what I include. I just always <laughs> include, um, I'll include both, but in a way that is, like you were saying as well, I read it back myself and I think if, and it's sometimes interesting because obviously the tech stuff I don't get at all, but um, I just think if that was me, if I read this, I just got this email and I read this feedback, how would I feel? And if I get to the end and I think, yeah, some of it was like, oh, that was, I thought I did that really well, but I didn't. I still would feel all right, then I think it's okay to send. So I don't know if that answered the question, but that's what I include, both both things, the, the strengths and the areas of improvement. Well, me, um, I think ideally, ideally it will be some actionable feedback, something you can actually improve, or you should do to improve. Um, as much objective as you, as you can, it's impossible to be 100% objective, but uh, try to, yeah, I don't know. Because sometimes you might be giving feedback and something you don't like, but everybody else likes it. Uh, you know what, what I mean? Oh, so yeah, like your personal preference. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? I didn't get that. Um, like if you didn't like the way someone designed something. Yeah, or uh, yeah, or somebody picks some tool for for the project, and I say, oh, this tool is really bad. Don't use that. Why you choose this? You are a horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and then it turns out that all the team loves that tool. It's it's me the only one okay. that doesn't like it because I had a bad experience or yeah. it doesn't work for me for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, so, this is coming from the training again. Um, the one thing that they talk about is try to avoid um, attacking the person. Yeah. So, non-judgmental feedback. So, talk about the behavior, you know, maybe you did this or doing this in this way would help you or will improve the team. or but not saying, oh, you're a horrible person, or mm -hmm. you're bad at this, mm -hmm. or um, because then that's really at attacking the person and not the yeah. behavior that they can actually, you know, improve or correct or, yeah. 
So trying to be to be mindful of that and not and not give feedback on the person themselves, but more about what they do or they don't they didn't do. Um, like well, like I said, I've been saying being as specific as possible, and um, actually. One of the things they mentioned is actually good feedback is feed forward. <laughs> so it's it's actionable and it's you're targeting the future. You know, so saying something like if you do this now, this is what is going to happen this is what might happen in the future, you know. Hmm. This is going to yes. And not so much insisting on what happened in the past, you know. So fast forward. Yeah, the, this epic uh, model that I was talking about before, they also talk about the so the Q on epic is about quality, and it talks about um, that you need to be really clear on, on the feedback you're giving, uh, but also you need to separate the what is objective data and yes. what is your interpretation of this data. Exactly. You need to yeah, split exactly. that yeah. and try to be objective. But if, if I found other feedback tools, uh, one was also about giving first the situation, then the behavior, giving the context of when the, something happened, then the behavior that is triggering your feedback, and then the, the impact that's having on you, that's, that, was, that, that was some other feed, feedback. Way, uh, way of giving, giving feedback, feedback yeah. which it remember me a lot of. I don't know if you heard about nonviolent communication. Yes, well, there is more than one book, but uh, yeah, I, I in Barcelona I went to a few meetups and uh, a few talks about this topic, and it was pretty pretty similar, and I think it could work really well for giving feedback. I know I'm not a big fan of uh, nonviolent communication, but I think for giving uh, but hard feedback, I think it, it could be good. So Marie's looking at me. Are you saying non-violent? Non-violent. I hope everybody's giving non-violent feedback. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of the things they they I about like is <laughs> be very careful about or mindful about the non-verbal uh, communication. Mm. So okay. if the person yeah, yeah. Is, that is like this and you know they're kind of they've crossed their arms mm. maybe that means they're not um really willing to receive that feedback so yeah yes something like that um but um we said about measuring the tone if you're giving feedback and you're shouting or you know you're being kind of yeah. aggressive mm. or <laughs> kind of yeah maybe that's that's not a good thing and that's what you mean right that's the kind of there is a method uh, there is a book i don't remember the author name but it was very famous um and it's a method uh, so for example if you are making noise and we are recording a podcast i can say <laughs> please shut up <laughs> and that's more violent that if I, yeah, I use yeah. this method this method I have it here if you want to know it, it has like four steps one is observation then you say what you're observing you're, you're making noise then you say how you feel about this then you express a need you have and that and then a request you make a request okay so uh, you are making 
zones uh, uh, it made me feel stressful because I cannot do my job please can you turn the volume down something like that yeah. I don't like it too much because it's, it doesn't feel natural to me yeah. but but just making the exercise to go to, to these meetups it was helpful and I think for giving hard feedback it can be good I never thought about body language, yeah, and that, yeah, it's right, I just, you probably don't think about it when you're in the middle of giving feedback about how you're saying it and yeah, yeah. what you look like, and, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they keep interrupting you, that is a sign of something. Yes. You know, you're trying to give feedback and they keep interrupting you and, well, maybe that's not the right moment to give feedback or... It's very good to laugh after giving bad feedback. Okay. Anything else that we want to talk about? Um, you did mention something about cultural differences and how that influence actually, actually, feedback. That's, that's a good point. Uh, we have some discussion around this in the, in the LSEC, one of the round tables, not long ago. Yeah. Uh, and there was uh, Giacomo, it's a, uh, I don't know if it was right now. Russian? Ukrainian? Russian? No, no, he's Italian. He's Italian. I don't know. Yeah, Giacomo, sorry. Uh, very, very experienced guy. And, he, he comes from Italy, he comes from Spain, and we are, uh, and in the South, you tend to be far more direct about everything that you do, okay? So we are used to that, and you don't take it as far when someone is very direct to you, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of uh, uh, talking to you or giving you feedback or whatnot, because that's, you are, you are born in, with that idea of being very, very direct. While here, for example, in England and the UK, it is you tend to be more roundabout about giving feedback. You 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 take a bit more care or 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 a kind of a approach in an angle the, the, the <laughs> yeah. way of giving the feedback. Um, so it, it, it that's that, that is a massive difference uh, over there mm-hmm. with. How you give the how you give that feedback? I mean, not all cases is the it, one or the other is gonna be the the, the right one or, or not non not is always one of them the the right one. But but the, the fact is that different people do first is is uh, with the again back uh, uh, to beginning with your friend with say the feedback. If if the Spanish and Italian you are not giving the, the feedback directly and going straight to the point, they are not gonna listen to you. It's another generation of the millennials, but yeah. One of the things that surprised me when arriving in London is the use of. I would do it like this, I would do, you know, you, you're giving mm. feedback to someone and you're saying, I would try it like this, kind of, not even a suggestion, but kind of formed as if it was like a question. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I yeah. didn't get it at first. I was like, so what, what exactly are you saying? I would yeah. say, what exactly, what are you, what are you telling me, you know? Hmm. Um, now I've, got, I've gotten used to it a little bit, but um, I found it odd. The, all the sentences and all the I would, I could, I would, what does that mean? I would, I would, I would always ask, what does that mean? That, is that what we're going to do? Or is this something that we could do eventually, you know, yeah. I, I, I think I'm a much nicer person in English because, because of, yeah, yeah, because I, I, yeah, I have a good day or things like that. I, I never say that in Spanish mm -hmm. and in English I'm saying that all the time. Yes, uh, I would that, do this like there this. There is this yeah. kind of um, costumes, no, costumes, no. Um, um, yeah, I see yeah. what you mean. Idioms? I don't know. Like, do you mean like phrases? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You, you, you move to another country and you do what, what they do. And, yes. And, and some, somehow it changes your personality in that language, I think. Yeah. 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 But it's really good feedback. As, as a Brit, <laughs> I'm really guilty of doing that. Even though I was saying about my friend and mm. we knew each other then, so I, it was fine. I still think I'm probably the same way with new people or people I don't know, maybe candidates who, you know, I know, but I don't, I haven't worked with them. Uh, yeah, I definitely do that because I'm so nervous about saying something offensive. And so it is something I'm working on, but yeah, definitely. I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not speaking for all Brits. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those that does that. So yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> all the even, phrases even that you're using. without the, being in the context of feedback, um, you know, you would ask a question, so what do we do now? And you'd receive a, an answer saying, um, I would do it like this, I would, you know, we could, we could, you know, and so you don't really know. Does that mean that that's what we're going to do? Or does that mean that maybe it's just a suggestion? But, you know, yeah. but I think there is always those cultural differences yeah, that, yeah, that, that yeah. make well, a huge it, it, as I mentioned, for example, in Spanish, we use a lot of accusative and, and imperative forms when we're talking with other people or asking them to do things. But it's just, that's how we do it. Mm -hmm. That is, and it doesn't, it, we understand that there is no, no specific, unless there is a, it's been, a, 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 it goes with a certain tone, we know that there is no, there, there is no bad intentions of, using uh, those uh, verb tense or, or, or whatnot. Uh, over here it's far more, and of course my wife is Brit, so every <laughs> time <laughs> I say something that I shouldn't, it reminds me. <laughs> but uh, it is, on, on my mind there is no, uh, when I'm saying the things, there is no uh, bad intention, but of course, that you you are educated in using different verbal forms, and you you will find it strange. Yeah. So not 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 only from our from our, our point of view of uh, uh, how roundabout uh, Brits tend to give the, the feedback, but on the other side, if the father we actually tend to come quite strong. <laughs> we, we actually don't mean it at all. It's just, yeah. Have you had any scenarios where it has offended somebody then? Because oh yeah, okay, all yeah. the time. 
And did you realise at the time, or did they say to you afterwards, do you know what, that actually was really full on and it offended me? Or could you tell, even as you were giving it and thinking, oh, hang on? Yeah, I usually I, I saw it straight away and tried okay. to fix it at the moment. I think it was when I was reading about this, uh, one of the examples was about the Swedish. Uh, like they are used also to flatten structures, and for example, if you call them boss, they, they don't you know, like they, it. They don't like, yeah, they're yeah. not used to that. They, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, the culture is very, uh, it affects how you will give and would like to receive feedback. Okay. Anything? Nothing? We are okay. Spent another day of some tools and practices that we implemented in Codora. I think they are interesting, but I think... We can, uh, we can have a, a follow-up yeah. podcast. <laughs> okay, so okay. that will be all. Thank you very much. Thank you. For thank you. Us. And thank you for all of you to, for listening to us. So, see you later. Ta-da! Bye! Bye. Adios! <laughs>